Welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating crazy chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Kendra. And I'm Jeff. And today we're taking a look at pets as part of our best of series. We dedicate one episode per month to this series, covering the very best of each month's topic. For the month of February, we're going to dive into the best poultry pets. With love in the air this month, we thought we'd share about the love of our poultry and how they've quickly become backyard pets for so many. Why would someone raise poultry as pets? Well, outside of companionship, they offer so many great benefits. One of my favorite benefits is that it truly is a family activity. So I know when you get a dog, right, the first month, there's the newness and excitement of raising a puppy and playing with a puppy, but I think it eventually wears off and then you argue as a family of who's going to let the dog out or, you know, so-and-so go feed the dog. Going to walk the dog. Yes. (laughs) So with chickens or poultry in general, there's really a lot more to it. You have coop clean out, which your whole family can be involved in. You have egg collection, which really never wears off. It's always exciting to go out and collect your eggs for the day. Um, So I really think it encompasses all family members and everyone can participate and take care of your poultry together. I totally agree. The whole family, it's a family fun activity. It's something that does not get old. And you typically don't just have one chicken. So if you have a family with a couple kids, they can each have their own pet chicken that they can care for and name and kind of bond with. So there's that aspect too, where with dogs, you don't typically get three dogs for all of your children. (laughs) Well, the other thing too that helps is if you have different breeds for each kid, that helps stop, you know, any fighting. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And they get to help pick them out. I think that's exciting. I've taken a lot of phone calls. The dad or mom is on the phone and you can hear the kids in the background. And we're trying to go through breed availability and one may not be available. And so you can hear them talking with their children, trying to determine what else they want. And so you can kind of hear that excitement building that they got to choose that breed. And the anticipation of its arrival is always a big deal. Now, kind of going off that family activity, you also have responsibility. So just like with any pet, getting into the routine of feeding and watering and taking care of, it's the same with chickens. And so each child can have their own task that they're responsible for, or it can alternate just like chores do. So, you know, every Saturday, it could be Susie's day to go collect eggs. And so I think it really does, not only is it family friendly, but there's it's an animal. So you have to care for it daily. It fully relies on you. And so there's that responsibility aspect too, um, that can really help a child grow and develop. Yeah. I saw it as one of the best things I did for my kids where each of my kids had their chicks, their chickens that they had to take care of. And it was their responsibility and they had to get up, go out and feed and take care of their chicks. It made them mature. It helped them. It made them into better human beings. Now, if you don't have a family and you're an individual or a couple and you're looking to raise chickens, there's also benefits for you. One of my personal favorites is garden help, and they help in so many different ways. One of the best ways is free fertilizer. So I use the deep litter method and that ends up going into my compost bin and that compost ends up on our garden usually every fall or every spring. It depends on how we're rotating things. So free fertilizer is always a plus. 
They can also help with um, garden cleanup in the fall. So we typically recommend your garden be fenced off during the summer months when you're growing because chickens do love tomatoes just as much as you do. So in the fall, we open up our garden and let the chickens take whatever's left. So the vegetables, end of season, you may leave some behind or if you have, you know, tomato worms got the best of you, they can go in and kind of clean up for you and they'll scratch around and help break down some of that vegetation. I never did that. <laughs> well, you did do chicken tractors. So if I did you- chicken tractors, yes. And that helped spread the waste across the lawn so that I didn't have to have litter. And it kept giving them more fresh grass and bugs to eat all the time. So yeah, if you don't have a garden, it can help your lawn. And if you want to start a garden, a chicken tractor is a great way if you leave your tractor set in that area for a week or two, depending on how many chickens you have in there, they'll tear that up and kind of till that first layer of soil, which can help you if you're trying to get started. There can be different uses there with a tractor. Oh, yeah. Another benefit is just purely entertainment. It's not only for you and your family, but it will be for the neighbor kids. It will be for family visiting out of town, friends coming over who you haven't seen in a long time. It never fails when we go out to greet someone and the flock is outside. We always get comments on our birds. And one of my probably most recent memory of this is my parents visit me pretty regularly and my birds were in the driveway and they were getting out of the car and my dad goes, oh, is that a new bird? I And keep in mind, I have like hundreds of birds and I looked at it and I was like, well, we've had that kind for a while. And he's like, well, what kind is that? I was like, it's a bard rock. He's like, eh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> So it's just the little commentary like that, that is just pure entertainment, whether it's the bird itself or what people are saying about your birds. I think it adds a lot and is always a conversation starter. Um, And some other work I do too, I think I've mentioned this before, where I'll be in on meetings and I swear my birds know whenever I'm trying to be quiet and focused, they like to hang out beside my window in my office and crow. So it's always a laugh when, you know, you're in a serious meeting and then you hear guineas going off in the background or a rooster crowing. And then you get asked, you know, like, what is that? What are you doing? Are you homesteading? And then you fall down the rabbit hole and people are always you know, so intrigued to hear that, especially nowadays where people are kind of migrating to more sustainable living and homesteading and things like that. It always raises questions or it raises memories of, oh, I remember my parents raising chickens or my grandparents having a farm. And so it always sparks that kind of deeper conversation with people. One of the great benefits of having chickens is the eggs. As we all know, eggs from your homestead, from your house, from the farm that you have, they taste so much better than what you can get from the grocery store. They really are one of the only pets that you can have and get breakfast out of them too. So, I mean, it's kind of win-win. You can't go wrong. So, as you can see, raising chickens or keeping chickens as pets really does have a lot of different benefits that can fit anyone in any situation that you may fall. Now, if you're raising chickens for pets specifically, we do have a couple tips for you. In our most recent best of series, we did best of beginner breeds. And really that episode is great also for breeds that make good pets. So a lot of those beginner breeds are docile, they're calm, they're easy to handle, they're good egg producers. And so that translates over to 
also making a good pet. So we highly recommend if you have not yet already listening to episode 38, Best Beginner Breeds. I'll be sure to link it below in the show notes as well. That really is a good introduction to what to start with. Um, If you're looking to expand on those breeds, maybe you already have a few, I would definitely start with breed characteristics. Brown egg layers in general are best when it comes to chickens. Um, A lot of times white egg layers are flighty, but you really just have to go through and kind of pick what's best for you, again, based on your climate and what you want out of them, if they're going to end up being dual purpose or eggs only. So be sure to go through that characteristic list, um, especially when you're on the website and using that filter feature that's on there now. You can really narrow down what you're looking for. When it comes to other poultry types, the same is true. You can look at characteristics for ducklings and poults and goslings, and you can kind of pare down based on your homestead. Do you want a waterfowl that is loud and helps guard, or do you want something that's smaller in size and calm so that you can hopefully bond with it and turn it into more of a pet type situation? Another really good episode to listen to is Raising Tame Chickens. It should be Meyer Moment 40. And this really has a great list of ways to help tame your chicken so it can be more pet-like. One of the biggest things you can do is interact with that bird and that interaction should start at a young age. So when your chicks arrive or you're hatching, you definitely want to gently handle them, Um, especially in the brooder every couple days. You want them to get used to your voice. So usually soft noises or soft talking to them can help them get used to you. Yeah, the biggest thing is time. Do you spend time with your chickens or do you have it all automated to where the water is automatic, the feed is almost automatic, and the chicks don't see you? Well, they can't be friendly with who they don't see. So you need to be out there. You need to spend time with them. You need to bring them treats. Let them see you as their friend. That makes a big difference. And really that socialization is what's going to turn them into a pet. Another way, like Jeff mentioned, is treats. We all know chickens love food. Food is life to them. So the more you can offer them different types of treats, fresh vegetables, mealworms, kitchen scraps, you can make homemade treats. There's all different kinds. Uh, Typically, you'll find your chicks have a favorite as they begin to develop. I know a lot of times, especially in the summer months, I like to use scratch um, just because I know they're getting a lot more nutrients out of free ranging. So giving them that little extra treat is kind of nice. And that will help them adapt to coming to you and not being afraid of you when you're out in the yard. Training is another hot topic that we hear about. It's funny. A lot of people think, well, you can't train a bird. I know Jeff's favorite word is bird brain. And so, you know, they're not known to be intelligent, but they really are. And if you think about it, um, anytime that you train your chickens to return to the coop at night or to come when called, that's basic training. So they can be trained to do other things. You'll read online all the time about um, chickens learning how to do certain tricks and things like that. So again, the more you spend time with them and the more you socialize them, you can really train them into habits that you want to um, continue. The thing with having a healthy chicken is good food. You are what you eat. And so it's important to have a good quality feed for your chickens. And healthy birds make good pets. If your birds are constantly sick or they're injured, they're not going to be as prone to being 
friendly and docile and happy. And so really that contributes to, again, having a good environment for them to thrive in. And therefore you'll reap those rewards really in that interaction that you have with them. So again, I highly recommend you listen to that Raising Tame Chickens. It goes through more thoroughly some tips for you. I think they're it's pretty basic, right? Spend time with them, feed them. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't really have a pet anymore. When I started, the three original chickens I started with, for sure pets. Um, because there was just three of them. So it was easy to give them all attention and to be out there with them regularly giving treats. But as your flock size grows, you're more likely to have less and less pets. Um, Naming typically goes down. I've talked about this before. I only have a couple birds that I've named and it's really just on the occasion that it happens. You know, you see a bird, it's giving you a funny look, and then all of a sudden it has a name. It's kind of how our silky rooster got the name Gremlin because he looks like such a dirt ball out there compared to all of our other birds. So that's how he got his name. But really, as your flock grows, you know, that pet mentality kind of goes away. Would you say the same thing, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> when my kid, when we had just a few, like you said, they're named. But when you got up into the hundreds, no. Hundreds of ducks and chickens. I have a hard time just remembering my kids' names. <laughs> and it's not necessarily that you love them any less. I care for my flock all the same. But really, when you first start keeping poultry, there really is a different bond and environment that you've kind of created with them that makes them more pet-like and enjoyable to have backyard chickens. This past year, more than ever, people have flocked to the idea of raising backyard chickens. And while their benefits were no secret to us at Meyer Hatchery, we hope by sharing our experience, you may also consider adding poultry pets to your family. And as always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call, chat, or email us. We're always more than happy to encourage a little chicken math. We also hope you'll join our exclusive Facebook group, Inside the Coop, as members continue to share about their favorite poultry pets. Thanks for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe, and if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. See you all next week.